And just like that, bam, Monday, Monday, Monday. Gosh, lots to chat about, lots of blooms to get through, but you know what? We are excited. We are happy. And it's Monday. It is the second day or second Monday of February, which is a little ironic when you think about that, how that kind of works out. But good morning, everyone. It is Monday Mindset with this is Carol So, aka Nani Boss, live with two. This does. Hey, and good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva. And obviously, Mindset Monday, and who didn't watch the Super Bowl yesterday, and I'm sure everybody's heard about it, um, but you know, you have to wonder, in this day and age of sports, you know, hit, hit the DVR and you re can record, you know, anything and watch it back, and, and that's the beauty, one of the beauties of the digital age. Um, so much going on as always, and I really enjoyed watching it. Now, I understand the game somewhat, um, kind of getting used to the fourth and, the, you know, third and third down and the this, the that, and I'm like, like, what does that mean? I kept on asking Gary, does that mean that he's got to go eight yards, like third and eight? And the terminology is what I'm trying to say. That's what she's trying to spit out, folks, the terminology. And absolutely, that is true. And it's great that so many people are, you know, really came together. Uh, as most know, I did boycott the NFL uh, basically the entire season. I watched one game in September with dad. Um, that was the last game that he, he got to see before he passed. And I promised him I would, um, you know, watch the game. Of course, the Patriots were on. So that was a good game and it was just good to just, it wasn't even so much the game. It was just something that uh, our dad and I always did and it was just a joy. And then, you know, we had chatted about bringing in social justices or injustices into the sports arena. And while dad really uh, was not a fan of that. He was he was a bigger fan of the, the the sport. So he still watched. That didn't bother him, and we didn't care. For me personally, it did bother me because I thought you know sports have really come at a time of they've come a time of war. They come a time of you know bringing the country together when tragedies happen, and it was the one. It was the one action, it was the one gathering that you could have together, it did not matter. You know, you got into those friendly rivalries, usually uh, for me, obviously, big time, big time, it would have to be, uh, you know, when the Patriots would play the Bills or play Miami, play anyone in their division. The Giants, of course, uh, was always a good rivalry with them. So you have those, those moments of, I'm just adjusting my pillow, you have those moments where you know you poked at one another and you really shared your enthusiasm of the game that's really what it came down to so you didn't talk about politics you didn't talk about religion you didn't talk about who was the president you didn't talk about what was going on in our country because it was the one place that was kind of like the sacred ground of bringing humanity bringing people together with laughter with joking with you know ribbing at each other and i feel that that in such a way was stripped because i look at other industries and when I say other industries, I do not mean elite industries, because we know there's a lot of elite industries that they do as do as I say, not as I do attitude. 
I'm talking about the mom and pop, the, the, the person that works for corporate America, whatever. You cannot, uh, and they have actually rules about it, you cannot bring in your opinions on politics. They don't want that there. They don't want controversy there. So for me, in social justice, all those things that they have a kind of a, you know, their, their policies and procedures that you need to follow. So for me, I thought the NFL, and I'm not a, a fan of Goodale's either, but I think that they could have done a better job to maybe allow social justice to come in in such a way that it would not have impacted in such a negative way. And that did not occur. So then you have this mixture of, you know, some people standing up for the national anthem, people kneeling, the whole Kaepernick thing. And again, Kaepernick, what he was trying to really share with and bring into attention is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just the way that it was done. There's just, there's a way of doing it where you can still impact people, but also be mindful of yeah, people are here to watch a sports game. They're not here to hear about those things because there's other platforms, plenty of platforms, as we well know, that you can do that on. So yesterday was, it was kind of a weird day. I'm not going to lie. Now, anyone that knows me, this guy here, of course, it looks like a 51. It's a 12. That's number 12. That is my Tommy. I've been uh, a Tom Brady fan since way back in Michigan, Ohio State games when I first actually saw this lanky guy come onto the Ohio State field. And so he's always been my guy. And he's probably the only person that I would come out and or kind of break what I really felt the stand that I was taking on. Now, I did not actually watch the full game in its entirety, meaning I was not glued to the TV because I was still mindful of you know, we had uh, a house full of law enforcement, retired law, law enforcement at our house yesterday. And, you know, from, from their standpoint, they, you know, were not, one was, was okay with it because she's just a football nut like me. And the other two were, no, I, I'm not going to watch it. So we wanted to make sure that we were having a fun time. Game was on in the background. We're you know, still chatting about football, but, you know, we played cards, we, we chatted. So it was, a, it was a different type of Super Bowl feeling. And, you know, obviously then we kind of zoned in more on the, the last quarter. Uh, I had a lot of people talked about the rivalry between the future of the NFL, which is, is definitely Mahomes. He's amazing. And kudos to Kansas City for not only winning the Super Bowl last year, but coming back and defending it this year. So I thought that was pretty cool. Not many teams get to do that. So, uh, you know, when you think of all the teams that are involved, so kudos and congratulations to them. And, you know, then there was that mixture of Tommy going from the Patriots. A lot of people were upset that he left. And I looked at it much differently because I really felt he gave so much to New England, not only from a athleticism, which that goes without saying, but from a humble, he's just a very humble man. And he does so much for any community that he's involved with. So for me, it was, he gave up, he, he took a lower salary for many years. So they would remain in that uh, NFL cap and all that. So to me, it was more, and uh, the uh, Patriots kind of let him down. I would have loved to seen uh, number 12 retired in New England, no doubt, hands down. But the ironic thing was, because when he moved to Tampa, Florida, 
uh, we were already in the process of moving to Florida and I had bought a picture which did, did not even resonate with me at the time, but I guess it did subliminally, has the number 12 on it and it's on a beach. So everyone, when I put that picture up in the house, everyone goes, oh my God. And then it was shortly after that, Tom Brady announced that he was going to the Bucks. So uh, it, that was kind of cool. And how amazing, never mind his career, but being the first quarterback to you know, be in the Super Bowl at his home stadium, even though they were not technically the home team. Kansas City was the home team. A lot of people didn't realize that. So I think that was pretty cool. Yes, I've got my 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 Bucks balloon. I've got my Super Bowl balloon, and I'm excited because you know we are witnessing a, probably an athlete that just doesn't come along every day. Uh, you know, he's 43 years old. He uh, 10 10 Super Bowl appearances. He now has seven rings. He's running out of fingers. Um, you know that is impressive. But I loved loved. Uh, he obviously got the uh, MVP. And the first thing, what did he do? And this is where it comes with mindset. You know, you you just, you put it out there. And the first person, they're congratulating him. His word, first words was to his team. You know, this is you guys. You know, I told you, you know, we, wor we worked hard together. So he never, he never takes the kudos for himself. He always extends it. And you have to have a certain amount of posture, humility, uh, confidence, obviously, and mindset. Uh, his mindset was going against the odds at 43, Going, you know, still playing the Super never mind playing football, but making it to the Super Bowl the first year that you're at this new team. Crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah, a couple things that I did notice about the game, because I did watch the whole game. Um, Tom Brady had a message on the back of his helmet. And I saw what that said. And that's fine. Um, Mahomes also did, but I, I couldn't tell what the, and his looked a, a little longer. So I couldn't tell what that, what, what that message was. The other thing I noticed, you didn't see Tom Brady's wife anywhere and there was no mention of her. So I was kind of curious. I did see a, uh, I believe it's a TikTok of Gronk's girlfriend, uh, who's actually, I believe she's from Connecticut and Giselle on the field. Uh, the, the week that they won, uh, the last pregame, well not pregame, the last playoff game, and Tom and Gronk did that, yeah. that, that, that Twitter, TikTok, whatever, uh, into that music, they did the same thing. The girls did the same thing. Um, so that's really the only time I saw her. Again, I wasn't glued to the TV because I was still Still supporting, you know, my stand on, you know, I, I don't believe that they should have gotten involved with with social, uh, you know, social justices at that time. You could do a whole special and the NFL could sponsor it. That would be amazing because there are injustices out in the world. There's always two sides to every coin. We know that two sides to a coin when you, you know, you're calling a game. We all know that. So there is a time and a place for social, social justices. But I do believe that at some point you hear enough of it. And they, you know, uh, the Hollywood elite, they talk about those things. Uh, there's other, other, many other platforms that, you know, you could certainly do it on. But to me, sports is just one of those sacred things that just let, let's, let, let's, let's remove the stress from our lives. Let's remove, let's get our mindset into something fun, like bringing back joy, bringing back rivalry, uh, you know, a good game, good sportsmanship. And I think that's the foundation of our country. And sadly, that was just kind of murked this entire year. So while it was really murked, 
uh, I am grateful and thankful that you know Tom Brady represented, and he's still very much in tune to the social justices, so he still su supports that. But he does it in such a way that it's not flamboyant, it's not uh, very elitist, and you know, bottom line is, and you don't really hear him talking about it. Is you know, this is my job. I'm the quarterback. You know, I've got to lead my team, and I'm, we've got to focus. So it's okay to focus on those other very important issues, but there's a time and a place. Right, right. And of course, I heard a lot of chatter about the halftime show. Now, mm -hmm. I enjoyed the music. Um, music always brings people together, and, and I love that fact about music. Um, I just wasn't impressed with the theatrics of how it was done. It was like um, one of the songs that he did where he's like, it looked like he was in a tunnel with mirrors or something with glitter on it. And those, the other people walking through with these weird mass things. I'm like, I would have just rather seen him on the stage singing his song. So I thought the theatrics really... Yeah, we. I, I there was definitely a mixed review on that. I think last year, uh, the two singers and there was they they took a lot of heat for uh, you know maybe their dance moves, whatever it may be. A lot of people really felt last year there was some underlining satanic messages out there. Um, you know that, that I guess everyone could debate that one way or the other. This year, uh, there you know people were a little concerned with. You know, I guess that there was one point there was people had red eyeballs or something, and then there was some some weird thing that was seen. From my perspective, again, I can't, I did not sit through the halftime show. Um, we started with the pregame show, and I was totally disenchanted with you know whatever was going on there, like all these different different anthems. Like just get cut to the chase, do it like we normally do it. So again, I think that they, you know, and and I I don't particularly care for you know the network that it was on either. So, you know, they, they have their own, uh, you know, and then in the commercials, when I saw the commercial and, you know, George Floyd was in the commercial, I thought, oh, come on, let's, can we just not do any of that? And I know people will agree and not agree of, you know, that, how that situation was handled. And those are great discussions to be had in an appropriate setting but i just don't think this was the time to do it and then of course there was we we, we had to <laughs> turn the tv off because in the beginning there was the people that were occupying the white house occupying white house people were on in the beginning and uh for most of it i think the wife did the talking and the other person did not um, and we just immediately, we just turned it off. So that was not, you know, not our thing. We, we wanted, we wanted, we were excited for Tom. We were excited for Gronk, excited for Tampa Bay. Uh, you know, their team working so hard. A lot of them, this was their first Super Bowl, And that's the focus. That's the spirit we wanted to have in it. So we kind of tuned in and out to where we thought it was getting a little murky again. So I think overall, uh, with the halftime show, I don't think it was as flashy because a lot of of the heat that was taken from last year. And I think what that really shows is you, you just, you know, everyone's different. You can't please everybody. You cannot, you cannot have a halftime show. I mean, there, there are some greats that, you know, you can't get around. And I think those resonated with people because it got back to the person's talent. 
with some flair, but not over, over inundated with craziness. So the bottom line is you're never going to please everybody. And I'm sure the, the NFL knows that. So, uh, and that gives the option that, you know, thankfully the halftime show is not that long. So people, that's when people would get up and move around, grab something to eat, maybe chat with whoever they're with. And then other people would be glued to it. What I do have to say, I do miss uh, was the time when they had the innocent and funny commercials. Um, again, I don't know whether they had any because I didn't watch. John was recording it, so he would fast forward. Sometimes we were, we were rewinding the game. Sometimes we were fast forwarding the game. We had the TV on outside, so we actually watched the first part of the game outdoors. And then we had the TV inside, but they were on, on two different almost – uh, the TV outside was delayed versus what the one was on the inside. So it was kind of funny to, okay, well, where are we in the game kind of a thing? Because we were kind of in and outside. So that was cool experiencing just hanging outside and watching the game, which doesn't normally happen for a New England girl. So that was pretty cool. And I'm yeah. loving my balloons. I got my Bucks balloon. I got my Tommy. I'm loving it. Loving it. Tommy number 12. Number 12. The overall, I think it was okay. Yeah. Um, the halftime again, you know, there was just, I, I was getting nauseous when he was in that thing and they, they were moving around and, you know, doing the in and out with the camera. I was like, what the heck? A little hard on the eyes. And so the theatrics of it, but the music was good. I enjoyed the music. Yeah. I could hear the music from the other room. So I was kind of bebopping to that. And I did not realize he was the singer that had that TikTok. There was like a little TikTok dance going to his song. And uh, I don't remember the name of the song. It's probably one of the ones that most people recognize with him. And the dance was, you know, this dance and you'd have to, you'd get challenged. So I cracked up when I heard it because I remember when it first came out and, and Tina, our daughter and grandchildren challenged Nani and Papa. So you, you would do the dance and then you would send it and kind of, you know, challenge. So John and I tried it for a few minutes. I give him kudos for trying, um, but I was even having a difficult time doing it. It was fun. So th those are, you know, when I heard that music, that's what it reminded me of. So it was just one of those funny challenges things. But I don't know. I mean, you know, where does Tom go from here? A lot of people, you know, speculate, will he retire? Will he, you know, go out with a bang? Which, I mean, lucky seven, that's, a, you know. And he's so, and he's so good for the NFL, good from a marketing standpoint, good from a humility, good from a sportsmanship, leadership. So if in fact he retired, obviously he's going to retire on a very, very high note. Uh, but a part of me says, I don't think he's retiring. I don't know. He did say after um, he was introduced as the MVP and they went through that, that he would be back because he was specifically yeah. asked after. But you know that could always change, and if he if he does decide to retire, what a flipping career! And if he decides to go forward again, you know, look at all the camaraderie he's going to bring to the sport. What I love seeing as well too is after when won the Super Bowl and they're still on the field, and both of the teams kind of coming to together and. That I thought was really nice. Um, Patrick Mahomes came up to Ted Kwame and you could tell they had a really nice conversation. But 
more importantly, that they had that they have such respect and admiration for one another. That really is true sportsmanship, in my opinion. Absolutely. And disappointing because, you know, really, when you think about it, most people don't, they don't connect the dots. So this should, this should really impact people. When Tom Brady, my Tommy, won his first Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes was six years old. So yeah, put, that they in, were... put that in yeah. perspective. So this was, you know, you, you have those dreams and that vision and that goal because that's and that all comes down to, to mindset, right? Not even just money mindset. Like that's drive, that's passion, that's vision. That's, that is something you, you're going after as a young child. You know, you probably, uh, like most, started off with Pop Warner. And, you know, you, you probably had a, you know, a vision. Like, I, I want to be like Tom Brady. I, I'm, go I'm going after him. So I think that, you know, when you have that, and so you are now playing in such a high-end pressured out there huge stage playing against the best a lot of people really thought Mahomes because he is the future of you know he is that future NFL quarterback that he was gonna kind of wipe Tommy on the field but there is something to say about mindset number one at 43 you have to have probably mindset on steroids obviously his health and wellness was a, is a huge piece he has a very strict, very strict diet that he sticks to. Uh, I don't even know that he drinks at all. Uh, he might, but I, I, don't, I don't really think he does. I think I, I read that in an article when they were talking about his diet. He just has this regimen that he sticks to, not only of what he's putting in his gut, what he's putting on his skin, what he's surrounding himself with, with being in the gym, with showing up for himself every single day. Because he, you know, being the quarterback, you have that leadership role on top of, you know, going out there and playing your best. Complement that with when you're under pressure when you have to think quickly on your feet, when you have to adjust your game, he still always remains cool, calm, and collective. Very cool, calm, and collective. And that's why, you know, they nicknamed him the GOAT years ago because he is that go-to person. He does remain calm. For him, he always said it, and I remember Bill Belichick saying the same thing, 60 minutes, 60 minutes to a game. And you show up for every single second of that 60 minutes. And he always will speak, do, do never, never count me out. Never count me out. And he has that posture where he is just so laser focused on his craft. And he truly is a joy to see how he's developed over the years, you know, coming back from injuries a few times, coming back from, you know, like most athletes have to endure, you know, bad ref calls here and there. But as a whole, he's always remained humble and true to who he was and, and to all the work that he put into himself, that he could physically still stay fit as well as mentally. Because you know, the mental piece is, I think, even more key as you age. Because you, you, you know, I'm sure each, and actually he answered this question so perfectly yesterday. Someone, one of the reporters asked him, how does this Super Bowl win on all seven? And he basically said, you know, each one is unique. This one is, you know, I'm celebrating this one because they are all different. You know, they, you know, some may have more adversity than others. But I think in him doing that, he really was deflecting from, 
you know, six of them were with New England. This one, this one's here. This is where I am now. These, these are my guys right now. This is my team. So I really think he does such a great job of making sure that he's staying humble, but also really celebrating those that, you know, that, that there's no I in team. There's no, it's not, it's not the Tom Brady show. You know, this we're a team effort. And he really exudes that with his leadership, with his articulation when he's being, you know, interviewed or whatnot. That's what I, I kind of got out of it. Yeah. And the only thing I would have obviously loved to see is I love a game that's like so close as far as the score where you're just on the edge of your seat. And let me tell you, Mahomes was is putting his heart and soul into that. Oh, yeah. And where was his, would it be defense? Yeah. Where was his defense? Like, aren't they supposed to protect the, the quarterback? Nobody was protecting Mahomes. And I think at one point when you were just talking about mindset, you could tell from his face that it's not that he, and this is just from my perspective and I am no expert, but you could tell from the expression on his face at one point that he was losing the mindset or the cop, the camaraderie of what should be happening. And that was just my perspective on it because, you know, they would make a play and poor guy got sacked. Well, let me tell you, this guy was sacked and he threw parallel. Now, had that been, how do they call it, um, caught properly or whatever? And I, I don't know all the terminology. This Mahomes is flipping amazing. Oh, he, he's, he's got such great... Uh, presence not only in the pocket I think his his strengths are really outside the pocket like he can scramble he can run he can you know go in and out uh, he's almost like a you know quarterback receiver like he's just he has all those moves so he is so talented he has a bright future uh, Kansas City should be so proud of him and so proud of their team because it is, you know, and, and that's one thing that Tom Brady always talks about. It's not easy. You know, you're going up against all these teams all year long to, to be in the final two, to be in that that big stage, never mind being blessed, you know, working towards it and getting there. You know, Tom Brady's been in the Super Bowl 10 times, guys, 10 times. That's unheard of. And the fact that out of those 10, he's won seven of them. That's crazy. So, for Mahomes to achieve back-to-back -back appearances is no easy feat by any means. So, like I said, kudos to Kansas City. They did uh, an amazing job. And that, again, that's, that's not something, you, you know, you don't, you know, it's, it's not, it's not a, a definite. You know, you still have to work just as hard. You're, like you're writing on your laurels from last year. They mean nothing when it comes to playoff time. It, it, at the end of the day, it's who, who are the last two teams standing. So to repeat... Um, and sadly, no, they didn't win, but it's still an honor to get there. It's still an honor to do that repeat. So, and that does not come without sacrifice, without mindset. So what are you going to overcome this Monday? What are you going to achieve to say, I'm going to work really hard towards that goal? How are you going to start out your week? Which we know the first day of the week was yesterday. We know how the Tampa Bay Bucks did it. They went in there with mindset, goals, vision of what was going to happen. Are you doing the same thing? 
And it really does. It's sometimes it's a sacrifice. Sometimes it's saying, hey, I'm going to put this away for today. I'm not going to kind of do what I want. I got to do what I got to do because you don't get the get unless you do the do. Get the get, do the do, and how do you do? And on that note, it is Monday, February 8th, Mindset Monday. Congratulations once again to Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. And kudos to the Chiefs and Mahomes. You guys rocked it. And thank you so much for all the hard work that you've put in this year to you and your teams. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva 3.0. And I am with two... So this is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, a.k.a. Lady Canna, and yeah, my Tommy, he's a champ. Are you going to be a champ? Make sure that you are this Monday. Make sure you give yourself credit, but see it through. Do the do to get the get. We will see you tomorrow on Triumph Tuesday, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of triumphing going on. Yes, and we have an amazing guest on tomorrow, Holly Hughes, so tune in. It is going to be amazing. Again, have a wonderful day, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.